So I was told by my boss that this is spectacular. This what is, is that? The new diesel vintage. I want to say we have we have some up here for photography. I, I don't know if not, it's that size. I have size. not smoked a lot of diesels, to be honest. I did. I tried the Esteli Puro when it. Mm -hmm. I think when we first got it in, and it was it was. I guess it wasn't that memorable, but it wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't bad. I guess it just isn't my, in my daily rotation, you know? So diesel is a <clears throat> cigar retailer's dream. Why? Because diesel was made, like so many of our private labels, like uh, Crafted By or like uh, Pure Origin or Mother Church, diesel was made... As a, I don't want to say inexpensive. I mean, it came out so long ago that I guess at the time it was moderately priced, uh, like five, six dollars somewhere in there. Uh, exclusive for Cigars International, one of our competitors, but highly respected competitor. Yeah. And it became so big that it is now like just a regular brand it's just like a brand that you can go into any store and they just sell diesel to have a private label like that and listen our private labels sell a lot too but to have something explode like this to the point where like oh now it's like brand that's like distributed out like it's it's on the when you go to the trade show from general like it's on just their list of cigars yeah. that you can now get it's not only through like their wholesale or whatever it's just sold like like Macanudo and like Punch is sold. And that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy for a brand like this, like how it was formed, you know? Um, so very impressive. And also like everything kind of just works with it. Like the name, it's generic and you kind of know what you're getting with it. Yeah. But it's, it's like specific enough. Just a like diesel, you know? It's tough to like think of a name like that, to be honest. Because it, it, it means usually strong and like mm -hmm. forward and everything, but it's not too specific to that. I think because the slang of the word diesel just kind of means like good, I want to say. Like, oh, yeah, oh, it's diesel. Yeah, if, some, I, if something is diesel, someone is could be described as diesel, you know, it's, um, you know, not, I wouldn't say brooding, but like big and strong and. Shaq's nickname was Diesel, you know, yeah. one, of, one of many, you know, so yeah. That's Would kind you say of like, I'm Diesel? Diesel? Yeah. I mean, you ran a f fucking marathon. So it was yeah, a half. Still, a it's a, it's a, you're more Diesel than I, I, I would ever be. Yeah, but you played basketball. <laughs> I wish I played ba basketball. Could you imagine if they actually made that? But no, um, I think, yeah, I think like you and Derek are definitely Diesel. Derek's Diesel. Yeah. Derek, Diesel Derek. Derek that should have been his name. God damn. Damn it, we gotta get New Jersey for him. Yeah. He's being especially diesel recently. Yeah. He's giving me oh, all, yeah. all kinds of shit. Yeah. But no, that's yeah. He's so afraid of my team now. When um so that is that I guess you were saying they're they gained so much popularity from just being a like sold at one specific place, correct? Or yeah, well also it that was this it was this perfect storm of AJ is just starting. And he kind of gets his big break doing the, and God, go, I wish we hopped on that train earlier, doing these brands for CI. He was doing Ave Maria, um, 
I think he does Man of War. Don't quote me on it, but I believe he does Man of War. I believe he does. How, how many diesel. cigars does he have his hand? Like, I mean, he has three factories now and five feet. Like, he's got his hands and everything. Um, but it was this perfect storm of like he was young and unknown, and they gave him a shot. So now imagine all your exclusive cigars that are inexpensive and they're being made by AJ Fernandez. Like it was this perfect, like the planets aligned that, and then these things took on and listen, is he still working? Does he still believe so? I believe so. Don't again, don't quote me on it. Maybe now they get diesel made at different places, like depending on the, on the line some might be made at like general's factory. Um, uh, but I mean, dude, when I started in the industry, you know, like things like Man of War, Five Vegas, like these these brands were big. Like people knew them who didn't just shop at our competitor, who didn't just shop at CI. Um, it was a really interesting time. But I am actually curious who makes this now. Let me see, Diesel Vintage. I mean, it's definitely still Nicaraguan. I would I would imagine. The size seems perfect too. Yeah, diesel vintage. Diesel vintage cigar. Using aged tobaccos. Oh, no, yes, I'm old enough. Yep, AJ Fernandez. Collaboration with AJ and Justin Andrews, who's like a diesel, I think yes. he's like a big brand manager. So, uh, San Andreas wrapper, Esteli Habano binder, and then Yalapa filler. Um, pairs perfectly with a bourbon, a rye, or a dark brown ale. Um, tasting notes of cacao, pepper, leather, and hazelnut. Full body, they're saying. But, um, I wonder, I don't even know what the price of this is. Let's, uh, I wonder, we sell it on our website, so let me just tell you there. Oh, dude, these things are not expensive. One twenty-seven. Yes, these things are under seven bucks. Wow, under seven bucks. Look at that burn. I know it's like yeah. still in the beginning, but no, tight it's... white, you know, nice ash configuration. Beautiful flavor profile. I love the color it. of the wrapper too. Mm-hmm. It's like a un. I mean, maybe it's because of the band, but I feel like yeah, I feel like the wrapper has like a light, like a a more unique hue. Yeah. Maybe it's because like the, the band is like a little bit of an off brown. So it's like giving this kind of unique vibe to it. But this is very, very good. This is what I want to strive for. I want to like, this is, this is what you, what you do. You know, like you want something that's, that's going to take over the world like that. And uh, listen, is diesel a uh, top 20 selling brand right now? No. But it got to the point where, like, this was just a local house blend and became much more something bigger, and um, and that's that's what you that's what you strive for in this industry um, while maintaining quality. And also, like, they might have more expensive ones. I'm sure they do. The I think that Esteli Puro might have been more expensive, but this is six twenty five. I mean, that's crazy. It's crazy. Our cigars have something in common. Justin Andrews as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're we're, we're having a general day. Yeah, we're generally <laughs> yeah. having a day. Yeah, I'm smoking the La Gloria Cubana Eighth Street, uh, Miami, 2023. Um, Isn't that that Billy Joel song? Eighth Street. 
No, Miami 2023, isn't that it? Billy Joel? No, I didn't know if he's saying that. No, this, uh, the, uh, I've seen the lights go out on Broadway. Isn't that song called like Miami 20-something? I got to look I it up now. I think it is. Some smoking the Billy Joel. Yeah, it's it's all, <laughs> I think this whole, the whole song is like, oh, New York's not the same anymore, so we all moved down to Florida. Miami 2017, yes. I was close. You were very close. Off by what, five, yeah. six years? Hmm. So how's that? LaGloria's been doing some interesting stuff recently. This is really good. This is right off the bat. It's it's kind of like hit me. Um, I remember two years ago, I smoked uh, my first LaGloria Cuban. I think it was the Siri R Esteli. That was really good. General has some. That was really good. They have a very interesting um, opportunity, I would say. They have some of the biggest brands under their umbrella, especially a lot of the Cuban heritage brands. Yep. So they have, let's see, Partagas, Punch, Cohiba, Cohiba La Gloria Cubana, Hoyo de Monterey. In terms of non-heritage brands, they have Macanudo, they have CAO, they have Diesel, um, Sancho Panza, which actually is a heritage brand. They now have Room 101. They now have uh, Alec Bradley. I like a lot of what they've been doing. Yeah. I would like to see a little more focus. In terms of what? Like, so, to, like an identity? Like the, punch, the punch golden era. Yeah. Golden era, golden hour. Golden, golden era. era. That just came out is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I, like, I even like the branding. It's, it's kind of simple, classic, but it's great. Great cigar. Really good. I I smoked the smaller size. I think it was Robusto. Mm. And it, I smoked it to the nub. It was really good. But then they have these punches in the Chinese food containers. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, you can't have this for... Which is like, you know, we've talked about it. Fun enough idea. But you can't have this in the same brand. You, you can't... And especially like an iconic it's, brand like that. Like it doesn't... It makes no sense. Like is this a silly, goofy brand where you can have some fun with it? Which is kind of like what I thought if they were going to do something like that, I would think like CAO would kind of fit that mold a little bit better. I they, could see that because, yeah, with the flathead. Yeah, and, and they like, did these CAO. I remember they did these like uh, scary Christmas ones one year. They did like a like a dirty Rudolph or something like that. I can't remember what it was called. But it was fun. Like, you know, or like Chillin' Moose. They, like, they, they, yeah. they have avenues to do silly, fun things because there is a, you know, there's a, there's a need for like people like those yeah. things. People buy those type of things to collect, and, yeah. and they'll, you know, for the, you know, you just mentioned chilling moose. All the boxes are silly, they're funny, you know. People might buy it for that reason alone, and they'd be like, "Oh, you know, I actually like these," you know. Yeah. So there, there's then there's an avenue for that, but to do it with punch, and then and you're like, but they're also you're also like not fully committing to that because it's not like, hey, from now on, punch is going to be our big brand where we do silly stuff. It's like, well, then you come out with the Golden Era, which is like a legitimate, like premium, uh, I don't want to call it old world product, but like more in that very traditional manner. I'm like, what are you trying to do here? Um, I think Sean with Cohiba, he's got that down right. Yeah. Sean is doing phenomenal work because uh, he, he's like, this is Cohiba. We're going to make this the future. And now he has like these isometric boxes that can open with your eye scan and like the specter box which is unwrap 
Like he's like, this is like the classiest yep. future rich thing. And then the blends are matching that. And then he's he's such a good cigar guy. He even went down to El Titan de Bronze in Florida, right across the street from the original La Gloria factory, by the way. And he had the Cohiba M made there, which was probably the best Cohiba, I think, except for the one Spectre I had. So Cohiba has has is on the right path now of like, this is what we're doing. Like we're the classy high end, you know, we'll still make like the the red dot and these kind of more I don't want to say bargain Cohibas, but the ones that you see on deal a lot. Like the yeah, the, the like Yeah, like the, the blue, basic, the white, yeah. yeah, yeah. But otherwise anything new were coming up. And Monte Cristo is also following that in a in a similar vein. Like Monte Cristo is like at some point they're just like, all right, no more like silly like five dollar one. Like we've got to protect yeah. this name. And you can. It's like Davidoff, dude. People will pay anything for a Davidoff because the name has carried so much respect and it and it's just the epitome of luxury. And when you have names like Cohiba and Monte Cristo, you can do that too. Yes, Sean yeah. gets it. He gets it so hard. Yeah. Do you think but he's lo- got do you think he's it took him. It took time for him to get that, or like from the jump, he probably like understood what Cohiba was, or like the mission was. I kind think of thing. he understood Cohiba because sometimes, and I don't know a lot of the guys at General. The few I've met have always been great, and I've only heard good things about yeah. them. And now my, you know, the the Ruben brothers are General guys. Yeah. My uh, my dynamic duo down there. Them and yeah, and uh, Matty like Booth. You said Matt, Matt Booth. Booth. Like you have Booth-y. like some pretty deep relationships yeah. already within that, you know, and even before that, you know, with Laurel and Sean, you know. Yeah. I, I think, though, that sometimes uh, there's a corporate view with thing and like and, and not even anyone who is currently there. But, you know, for the past 20 years, Cohiba was that thing that like kind of sold for a lot. But then you would find it in a lot of like samplers and stuff. And I think Sean being, you know, he was a kind of, you know, he was a manufacturer himself. He had like his own brands and like he's just a, a cigar guy understood the value He's like, this is Cohiba. This is the one where, you know, Cuba releases a new Bahike for $1,000 and it sells out. Like, mm-hmm. we have the name here. Let's use it properly. And they've all been big hits. The Spectre, and these are, the Spectre was $99 each. The Cohiba M was, not $99, but it was like relatively expensive, kind of hard to find. And they've been getting very high reviews, even with the higher price tag. And it's like, yeah, when you do it right and like you utilize that name... You can get something like that. So the Cohiba branding, I think, is very much on a good track. Partagus, I think, is very much on a good track. I like what they're doing with Partagus now. I like the new bands I've been seeing recently. Yeah. It's much more reminiscent of like the the Cuban style. And I, listen, I think anything that's a Cuban heritage brand, which is a lot, you know, from Mani to Romeo to H. Upman to La Gloria Cubana, to San Cristobal, to Partagas, to Hoyo, to uh, Cohiba, to Punch, um, to Ramon Iones, any of these heritage brands, you have an easy opportunity to like make a really good cigar, put it in a more traditional Cuban-esque style packaging, and then sell it for a, like, a higher price point yeah. because the cigars, just through their history, carry that weight. Yeah, if they did that, if they did that route, I think you're going to make your money <clears throat> two avenues. You're going to make your money with uh, relatively new cigar smokers and being like, "Ooh, look how like vintage this looks," yeah. and how, and then you're going to have old cigar smoke people who've been smoking cigars for years. I know you're not the biggest fan of like the harken back, but they'll that's the 
the the the group that you could also market they feel nostalgic too. about it. There's a yeah. way to do harken back. Though. Yeah, that's the thing. So um, I was just thinking of this. What's a good example? So like you know, I'll just use it for now. Like the Partagas branding for like the new Partaguses. Like there's a San Andreas that just came out. I can't remember mm-hmm. what the name of it is. Would you say the Cortado? The Cortado. Like there's a way to do a modern harken back style where yeah. you kind of, you're you're blending those two together where i mean to, all right i'll give you the perfect example modern day cuban branding like how cuban cigars currently like how their bands and packaging currently look are they took the elements of what's been there for a hundred years for some of these brands or you know h upman you know almost 200 years 180 years or something like that 1848 i think it started yeah but they've modernized it in a in like in a way. So like when you look at, you know, on Half Wheel and you see these new Cubans coming out, they still look elegant and luxurious, but they don't look old and like, oh, they're just using the same band. Yeah. Their their marketing and their their creative, like their packaging and even their naming is top tier because mm-hmm. they realize what they have. And th- there's a lot of value when you know. You don't have to go crazy. Yeah, you know you have something special there. You can keep the marketing, the band minimalistic. You can keep it minimalistic, but you still got to like keep it modern, though. You can't be using the same Partagas bands you used in 1960. Yeah. You have to elevate them somehow. Now, maybe it's a little bit of a thicker, maybe it's a different kind of paper, maybe it's a little more glossy, Mm -hmm. but it's keeping those traditional elements in there to show like, hey, we're Cohibo. We don't need to change much. Like you're gonna buy it anyway, and you eat, you know, like, and and there's a there's a power to that. So I like what they're doing with Partagas, like what they're doing with Cohiba. If they're if they're done with the goofiness part of Punch, and they're gonna go on this golden era kind of route, then I love what they're doing with Punch. Then too, I like that because that cigar was. I don't remember the last time I had a. Well, I'll be honest, the Chinese food ones were actually really good cigars. Yeah, the egg like they were really really good, yeah. and I'm like. I just can't. I can't support this in a in a low main box. I, I'm like, it's just not. It's not my not my bag, baby. Um, Macanudo. I mean, I know Laurel left and she's over with AJ now. Um, I don't know what's. I haven't. I mean, maybe I'm uh, out of the loop with that. I haven't seen what's been going on with Macanudo recently. We have the Palladium here, the Inspirado. I think Palladium. Yeah, I mean, Inspirado worked for a while. Yeah. But that's also another one where it might not have that Cuban heritage, but it has that American heritage because in the 80s and during the boom, like that's what like doctors smoked was yeah. like Macanudo. It was a yeah. very classy, it still is a classy choice. I, I saw what they were going with Inspirado. They wanted not boutique, but a more a little edgy, more complex, mm-hmm. but um, very similar to like what Hoya de, Hoya de Nicaragua did with like the Hoya Black, the Hoya Red. Yeah. Also a little more price conscious, but I'm like, Macanudo is something that you can, if you do it right. So, you know, you know what I liked from them? The vintage 2000 or 2013? 2010, I think it was. Yeah, 2010. That I liked a lot. That was excellent. Um, so, again, you have the power there. CAO is where you can do something fun and silly because you've already done it. Um, I don't like to use the word gimmick because I feel like gimmick has a negative connotation, but like with the CAO World Series, like the Brasilia and the yeah. Italian, you have like themed CAOs, uh, like the um, 
the flatheads, like, yeah. you know, you, you have the Amazons here. You have these like fun themes that you can do. So CAO should be where you're going if you want to do something fun. Like, oh, this is fun for the holidays yeah. or this is fun for whatever. That's the brand you should be directing that. That or Room 101 now. You yeah, know? I mean, uh, that's a good point. Because I always looked at Room 101 as like, uh, I don't know, like cigars for, because it, it's also like, Matt Booth's image, you know, Matt Booth like gives off yeah. an image of like rock and roll, right? Like metalhead type stuff, you know, and some of the names is like Doomsayer and things of that nature. Um, <clears throat> that's how, how I always looked at it, right? But they, they smoked, you know, what was it? The, the, the payback? Yeah, that was like We a couldn't six get bucks. enough of that. Yeah, that was like a six dollar cigar. Yeah, we couldn't was, get enough of that. That was inexpensive. But I'm um, going really I do want to chime in about the punch. It, it does seem like at some point somewhere um they need to just sit down and decide, like like you said, what they want to be. What do they want to do? Because you have a company that is putting out, like you said, the golden era, which the the cigar wrappers, you know. For me, I love Connecticut raps, like Connecticut rappers. They just, they are just so eye-catching, like instantly, and it tastes great too. But then you turn around and you have a whole line where you're, you know, you know kung pao, or and you have them in like Chinese food containers. There just seems like um, a case of like you don't know what your identity is. Like Very what, much. what are you trying to do, right? Like because like. The China, you know, the punch. I'll just call it, I guess, the Chinese food series or whatever. Seems obviously very gimmicky, but seems like, like you said earlier, something that CAO would do because when you do sit down and look at CAO, they do have like the World Series, like you know, the Brasilia's, Ocalo, Italy, and then they go to you know about bikes and they you know because of Ricky Rodriguez at the time. So it just, but there was always a theme with CAO. Punch is just kind of like, I don't know, I, I don't know anything about general. I don't know who's also, do running I, punch. So it's just like, where are you, yeah. what, what's going on here, you know? <laughs> and I, I will say this because this was brought up before in other media and we've talked about it before. All of the cigar releases were Chinese food. I think it, I, I want to say it was the, it was definitely the egg roll. I can't remember the other two. Maybe like the Mushu pork maybe. Yeah. I can't remember what they all were. But then they made a sampler with all of them. And they called it the bento box, which is Japanese. So it's like... It seems like someone came in, just like did whatever they wanted to do, and yeah. that was it. Like without doing your history, without yeah. doing I don't, it. I don't like talking... I'm not trying to, to back talk against General because they're no, great no. partners. But like that, that is universally known as like... It just... It's, you shouldn't yeah. probably have done... And this, again, the cigar... Like Halfville still reviewed the cigars. Yeah. Like, a lot of them got like 90s yeah. and like 89... They were really good. And like, when was the last time you had a punch that got a 90 yeah. and you put it in a low main cart? In it, you know, like, I'm sure every, I'm sure every company has hit or misses, right? If you want to talk about ratings and reviews and whatnot. And some of the, some of the misses aren't as well known, but I think this miss was a well, company a, like punch doing something so gimmicky. I think that's the problem, Chris. It wasn't a miss. They sold oh, it. Oh, true. Yeah. People, yeah. you know. Bought them. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like again, you you could have done, you could have had all the benefits of doing this without any of the negative impact and and hurting of a brand by doing it with CAO. Yeah. You would have still sold them. You probably maybe even have sold more because Punch hasn't. You know, it's not really on the comeback. I mean, maybe now it is, but those were released a couple of years ago. I'm like, you could have done this with CAO. Yeah, it would have worked. It would have sold just as many. Use the same blend. 
you know, and, and then you, then you can start this resurrection of punch as a brand to be taken seriously. You don't, why wouldn't you want a cigar that you could take seriously? Like, that's what I don't understand. Yeah. You don't need any more inexpensive stuff. Like you have that covered, you know, you, you, you can like, you're, you're the, the icon brands that it's so important on the, like these heritage brands to, to maintain a level with them because once you lose that, it's really hard to get back. Once you start selling, like if you start selling a silly Cohiba, yeah, you know, they had to work up like getting to this point with Sean over like a couple of years, it took them to like, all right, now we had to make some ones that were like, you know, slightly higher price point, but like much better, mm-hmm. you know, and they had to kind of work up to where it's like, yeah, now you take a Cohiba that's $30, you take it seriously. But the brand had been bastardized in the like the, the early 2000s so much. It was in so many samplers. And it, it was that one cigar where people would give you like, you know, 20 cigars for $25 and they were all no names and they would throw in like one Cohiba red dot. Yeah, yeah. So like like the the bringing back of that brand it's not it's not just important for Sean or General it's important for the industry that that brand has legs it's important for the industry that that brand carries on because whenever somebody wants to you know finds an, an interest in the cigar industry maybe they want to start becoming a member of the community they're gonna go to a brand like that just off the bat I mean yeah I think a lot more people do research now so maybe there's a chance they'll try something boutique mm-hmm. maybe. But still, people are going to go to Monty, they're going to go to Romeo, and they're going to go to Cohiba first. Like, like yep. 80% of the time, if you're just, if you don't have friends who smoke and you're just going into a cigar store and you're looking around, that's what you're going to be drawn to because of its, its branding, its recognizability, reputation, its yeah. reputation. So it's important that these brands hold, you know, like have legs and are sustainable and carry that reputation forward. That's a lot of pressure, too, if you really think about well, it. Well, man, you know what they say about pressure? It turns coal into diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Monica's you know? a diamante. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. But See no, I think, it's, I think it, it does. It, it's a lot of pressure. And just because you think about how you've marketed yourself for years, you know, you're, at this point, some of them have been decades, right? Um, and how you have to maintain that. You know, I think who knows if something like, like if, hypothetically like a Padron, I know they're not Cuban heritage necessarily, but like Padron or a Davidoff were to release something like this. Like how, well, Davidoff would is, it like set back, like, like would it set back the company? Like I'm talking about reputation wise years. They, would it, would it hit a different market? Like that's what you're I, always, I can't even tell you that because there's no way in hell that Padron wouldn't do it at all. Yeah. Davidoff would do it with Camacho. Which they've done. They have Camacho okay, yeah. Scorpion yeah. and the Liberty yeah. with the American flag. You know, all good cigars, but like that's where they go. They're still sophisticated. It's yeah, still sophisticated. When I say silly, I don't mean like it's stupid, but like compared to Davidoff's, like the Camacho American barrel aged is more, it's more niche. It's more like, yeah. again, I don't want to use the word gimmicky because it, it sounds negative, but like, yeah. it's more of a gimmick. Oh, this is tobacco is aged in these things. Now they did that for the Davidoff Winston Churchill late hour, but it wasn't like that's not what the name like the the branding wasn't based behind mm-hmm. like this bourbon, you know, or or whatever. Or rum for the other one. So but like they they have an app, they also have background. Like they're they Davidoff has 
you know, as an umbrella brand when they have these different ones that they can go and, you know, we, oh, we want to make a $7 silly goose time. We have a brand to do that. Padrone doesn't have that, nor do they want it. They're having enough trouble maintaining production of what they sell. Like, and they sell, man. They yeah. Those things, even at their... Pro- but also, something I got to give Padrone a lot of credit for, they have maintained their prices to an extent. Like, you would think with how much everything costs now that a Padrone 64 would be like $35. They're still in like the high teens, low to like what they were, you know, eight years ago. Like, mm-hmm. they're in that same realm. Obviously, a little bit of inflation. But Padrone, they, they don't need to make any anything that's fun. No, and that's you know not I mean? them. And maybe it was a bad example on my part. No, 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 them, no. But it, was, it was a good. It was a good example. Yeah, because you. Just, I just feel like you would never. That's what I'm trying to say. I guess you would never see a company shift gears because I think that, like, when you hit something good, you stay with it, and then you build off of that. Like, the first thing that comes to my mind, and we talk about them a lot, is like foundation, right? He hit on, or he he was going into it with like, I'm going to, I'm I'm a history buff. I'm going to make these historical brands and each brand I come out with, I'm now going to do a different part of history, let's say. Like, but that's, I think also, that's something Nick loves to do. Yeah. So, you know, um, but he found it, right? He, he found like what he wanted to do and he built from there. I think, you know, and I'm really not trying to repeat it to bash, like who am I to bash anything? It just seemed like with that specific brand that Punch did, it was. It, it seemed very uncharacteristic of them, and I don't know if they were going um, by the way of. I don't know if they were going by the way of like. Oh, we're just gonna try something new because like it's a trend we see, and we're following trends, yeah. and everyone knows like when you follow trends, like it could hit or miss. Punch has a a complicated reputation in America because they they have been up and down with their branding. I mean, like. The Punch Clown. Have you seen the Punch? You've seen the Punch yeah. Clown. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that is. I don't know why they decided to make the mascot a clown. I don't know what his story is. Yeah. I don't know if his name is like Punchy the Clown. But like, that's the thing is, I love fun series of cigars. Like, monster series like like any of these things you know like the stuff that Tatawahe mm-hmm. Crown Heads Foundation Steve Saka uh, Viaje uh, Warped Agonors. I love this stuff I'm not some traditionalist in yeah. fact a lo- you know I've I've talked out about people who are just too traditional and they just keep doing that all the time but when you have a heritage brand like that like Cuba would never do that now they'll They'll make some ridiculous thing where it's like crazy expensive and comes in a crazy humidor, but they would never, they're not taking something and making it like a silly goose time. Yeah. They're just not. They're not making like a La Gloria Cubana, you know, what, whatever. I can't food even think truck. of it. Yeah. Like the, yeah. The, Miami the, food truck or something. Yeah. You know, like, like yeah. they're, they're not doing that. So when you, so that means because they're not doing that, that means for those brands that you control, like the American version of them, yeah. you don't have to do that either. Yeah. It's already built in. Yeah. It's built in. Like, so I don't, that clown, I don't know if it's like, for us, I mean, it looks like it's some throwback from like the 70s. It was, it early, does, that was yeah. really like a 70s era marketing. Like, yeah. oh, Punchy the Clown. 
But I'm like, you don't need that, guys. You have the name. You have the status. You have the blend, like in the golden era. Like, you, you have the capability to make a fantastic cigar. Get rid of that stuff. You don't need it. You don't need it. I would love to see you guys, with all, all your big ones, Partagas, uh, I, I would love, like a Hoyo that I think they, they're making a little bit of a comeback with, too. Make these classy. You can bring up the price. Make them $12, $13. There's enough stuff out there that's, that's seven, eight bucks. You have this amazing diesel for six, six fifty. Like, you got stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Elevate these brands. Make them what they should be. And I'm telling you, you won't regret it. Because if you do it successfully once, now you have that built-in reputation. So when you do it the next time, people aren't going to scoff at a $15 Partagas or a $15 Hoya de Monterey. You know? It's, like I said, it has, it has that built-in reputation already. It's, it's like, oh, we've seen this and we know it's going to be worth it. We know that they can do this. I, I, I just, I get upset when I see brands that are just bastardized. It's just really a shame. Um, and, uh, and listen, you, know, you, you throw things against the wall you know, until they stick. But I've talked to a lot of people in this industry, manufacturers, reps and everything, about, uh, no one from general, but like about that. And they're all like, yeah, I don't know like what, what's going on with that. Like that was a weird one. Yeah. Um, so I mean, dude, just, you, you got, you got some great minds over there. You got Sean, you got Justin, you got Matt, you got the Rubin brothers who I would love for them to open up a deli yeah. with that name. <laughs> I would love for them to do that. A deli slash uh, yeah. cigar shop. Watch Alex <laughs> going to call me and yell at me. Um, but yeah, you have the capability there yeah. and you're there. Like you're pushing it forward. Like yeah. the, you're pushing the ball forward. But I think you can, you can, within the next year or two, you can get over the finish line. I'll help you. Give me a call. Well, he, he knows a little bit about, uh, we'll, we'll do it. I'll, I'll do some exclusive brands. stuff for here. Yeah. Listen, I don't know why I'm doing Trump pants right now. I'll make a huge, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so look, oh, so we had a, we had a nice topic today. That was good. We did, we that did. I mean, I well, I got to keep up with you now. You're having like these important cigar guys on now. I got I got to stop bullshit. Media, I got to shut you down a little bit. In the bit. media, yeah, you got to you got to humble me. I guess. Yeah. Uh, no. Show you what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Talking a cool guy in a leather jacket. You're gonna think you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna motherfuck me. We'll see. <laughs> no, it is a good. I mean, I feel like we we have talked about we, we talked when. That brand for Punch came out. We talked about it a lot, you know. Um, but I, I think it's a great, it is a great topic to talk about because I, I don't know if like the average cigar smoker does realize, you know. And it's, I guess it took me a while to realize, like, you know, you look at all these, all these signs on the back wall. You can kind of tell like what their, I don't want what I guess it's very general, but like what their theme or what their thing is, you know. Recently, it had like let's say just because it's in my eye, H. Upman is all about you know since I started here it was about celebrating their 175 years and their history and everything like that you know, and what Nick said is very true. When you go into a cigar store, you are going to be drawn to a Monte Cristo, a Romeo, and a Cohiba. I say this until I'm blue in the face. My first cigar I ever smoked was Monte Cristo because my stepdad that's all he really smoked and he knew Romeos and that's what I was introduced to. Then when I got here, I was introduced to a plethora of different things that I end up really enjoying that cigar smokers who, you know, older cigar smokers, like I said, my stepdad is 30 years older than me. He's I've 
I've given him a crown heads and there's been times where he's like, I like this one. And this one was a little too strong for me, but he could, you know, they can still respect it. So you just start to really navigate and see like what, you know, you're, you're able to kind of pinpoint like, Oh, the, you know, if you're getting, this is what you're getting with like a crown heads. This is what you're getting with a Davidoff. This is what you're yeah. getting with a foundation. And I, I don't know how many people realize that. And I think it makes it a little bit easier for you to smoke, like what you like smoking. And if like for us where we're doing, you know, where we're connecting with these manufacturers, like, you know, how to, you know, you know, when you sit down with an interview, if you're interviewing someone from a da from Davidoff or you're, you know, you're interviewing John or Nick, you kind of know how to navigate through that. Right. Cause you just know what they, what they are and who they are, you know? Yeah. Just, uh, it's overall awesome, I guess. Uh, but no, you, your, your point is spot on. Your first beer is always going to be a Budweiser. Yep. It's always going to be a Budweiser. Yep. If your first beer is some like IPA aged breakfast stout, like <laughs> yeah. no way. Your first beer is going to be a Budweiser. So like, Budweiser. Well, let me actually let me use Coors. I don't want. I want to avoid controversy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you ha you like you have the power. Yes. To steer people in the correct direction, mm -hmm. use it. Yep. With great power comes great Uncle Ben's rice. I think Miles Morales said that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, good. Gen this is generally a good day. Generally a good day. There's the title of the episode yeah, right there. Generally a good day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really hungry and I want to go get a sandwich. You want to get a sandwich? Yeah. How is the logo area, by the way? Good? Yeah, it's really good. It like it's I inhaled it. I mean, I I tried retrohaling this and it like knocked me off my ass for a second. It was very it's it's very strong, but it's balancing out now. And I enjoy this size too. How are you liking that? Was was Jim very, correct? Very strong, but no, very, very, very good. Nice. For that price point, especially very, very yeah. good. What'd you say? Seven it. bucks? Six like six twenty. It was it was one hundred twenty seven dollars for a box of twenty. Oh man, that's yeah. a steal. <laughs> Steals and deals. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you all very much. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe. Make sure to check out, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Yep. Check out Industry Insider, where Chris interviews some uh, famous TikTokers and um, TikTokers. Yes. Cigar, me yeah, cig uh, cigar media, yes, cigar media members. Yeah. So far, you know we. Did a mutual one with the cigar guys, yep. and then you just had on last week, or two weeks ago, whenever it was, yeah. you had on the Maduro aficionado. Yep. And then you just interviewed. The, I just interviewed the cigar host, the cigar which will host, be coming out in December. Coming out in December. Yeah. So uh, make sure to check that out. Um, but as always, keep it lit. <laughs>